Okay, fine. Shit. It's ready, are you? I'm ready. Okay, good. Because, I mean, look, here's the thing. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, I know exactly what we're doing. Do you really? Yes. Okay, because okay. you, you asked me before. You were like, do you have a plan? Yeah. And you had a very mischievous look in yes. your eye. Yes. Whenever you asked me, because I was like, no, I figure we'll just do what we yes. did. Uh, before we get into that, I uh, will be in <laughs> Bristol, Tennessee, October 6th with A.J. Wilkerson at Blue Ridge Comedy Club. So come see me there. Um, I'm going to be in, at uh, Penn West University on the 12th of October. That's going to be fun. Um, I don't think I have a lot of stuff coming up this month. October 20th, I will be in Kokomo at the Sun King headlining a show. Myself, I'll be headlining, so that's going to be fun. I'm bringing my buddy Tyson Cox with me to headline or to feature, because I'll headline. I already <laughs> said that. Um, the 24th, I'm going to be in Michigan with AJ at a casino. I don't know which casino. Um, you can go to ajwilkerson.com for tickets to that. And then October um, 22nd, I will be at Park Theater with AJ in Michigan. Uh, I believe it's Holland, Michigan, I want to say. And then I'll actually be back... Uh, to Park Theater in another month or two to headline. So you choose which one you want to come see me at, I guess. The 27th, 28th, and 29th, I will be in Oklahoma City doing um, a show. I don't know. I need to find out if it's private or not. I don't know if it's a private gig hmm. because we're, we were hired from a company to come do a show, but I don't know if it's like just for them or what. So anyways, that's where I will be. Coming up in the month of October. Sounds nice. So, not a lot of shows, but no. enough to be like, okay, shows. Be like, I'm a comedian. Yeah, that's, I feel, I definitely feel like it is my whole life is being comedian and convincing myself I'm still a comedian. Because <laughs> I'll have, like, I'll have a run of shows. I'll have, like, a whole month of all these amazing shows. I'll do theaters. I'll do, I'll open for great people. I'll go to L.A. I'll do all these fun things. And then I come home and sit for, like, three weeks. And I'm like, am I, am I something? Do I work? <laughs> like, am I doing anything what is life like what am i even doing here and then i'm always like towards the end of a long stretch at home uh right before i go back on the road it's usually the week that i'm getting ready to leave again i'm constantly like i'm getting a real job this isn't working and then you're, you just you're to the point now where you used to like build me up Whenever I'd say that, I'd be like, I'm just going to get a job. I mean, let's just, you know, get some stable finances. And then you used to be like, babe, you got this. I believe in you. I support you. Just keep going. And now whenever I say that stuff, you just go, no. <laughs> I felt like I'm like, he's just blowing off steam, so I'll just shut it down, and then we're going to keep going with our day. Yeah. Because nothing I say is going to convince you. I might as well just say, no. And now we're going to go watch something on TV. Yeah. So, so this is uh, going to be the second episode of Reading with Chia. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. Oh, I was like, you do have a plan. I have no plan at all. Oh, dude, you got me so good, too. I was so relieved for a second. Because I was like, oh, dude, she's got this. I'm going to be, co I get to be co-host. <laughs> Dang, dude, I was so excited. I wonder how much this squeak in this chair is picked up on the mic. Know. But I always, always I know, I always, me. I always say these things, and then you say that people tell you that listen to podcasts. People are always like, I don't know what he's ever talking about. 
No. No one ever knows. But they're going to hear that squeak. And I'm glad that you pointed out that it was you. So you, you do think, before I even said anything, you think that the squeak was an issue. Yeah. But see, I'm kind, and I don't sit there oh. and berate you over it. Maybe <laughs> it's going to get worse <laughs> before it gets better. All right. Maybe it'll be better now. Oh. <laughs> I'm upset. Because I thought this was a thing now. I thought it was just like, dude, Jake just sets it up. Just sets it up and gets to chill. And then she is running the show. I have literally no ideas for life at all. Bro, you've done I'm... ideas before. Remember whenever you used to make me like, remember that time that you made me like, uh, what if this is a flashback <laughs> episode? <laughs> and then we just We just splice tag. in. We just splice in old parts Content. yeah because it's this, this is the new season so we're just like you remember that time and dude. then we just <laughs> dude if i wasn't so lazy i'd a hundred percent do that but i that's so much work do you remember when you were a kid and you'd be watching like tgif and there'd be flashback episodes and it was like oh we're gonna see something back from their past that they've never you know shown yeah. before but it was always on the show yeah is that what you mean yeah like it's a flashback of an old episode yeah yeah like i'd get so excited and hey like, can i be real yeah you can't get too crazy on this for me right now <laughs> like I understand that wasn't asking a lot while you just you were describing a thing, but it was really, really in depth for me. Why? <laughs> because I was going through my salad drawer, <laughs> and I found an old breadstick, <laughs> and I could not remember what was in that breadstick. Oh. And I still don't know what was in it because I'm feeling very healthy. <laughs> like that was a good salad. <laughs> what? <laughs> is, is that not a good analogy? I know, I know, I just love that you call it salad. Yeah. Uh, it's not the same kind of salads I have. It, I mean, some people call it the devil's lettuce. I'm just, oh, they do. I'm just niceifying that. Nice. Mm. Niceify? Mm. Is that not a thing? I don't. I mean, you might have just made it a thing. I think it's good though to make something nicer. It's niceify. Uh, well, we, we let's since I don't have a plan because that's I suck. Rough. This dude. is your thing. I just sit here with you. We've discussed this over and over again. Yeah, but I don't think that's true. Most people like you. Mm. Most people tolerate me. No. They're just like, I mean, I could do without him niceifying this, but... We can we can talk about what we've been up to lately. Sure, go ahead. Okay, what have we been watching, Jake? <laughs> Why you gotta do this to me right now? Like, I'm... Gee, I have a certain image. <laughs> me and Jake. I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> care about... I have no image. I'm the most transparent... <laughs> I don't care. So, I don't care. About, I take baths, dude. <laughs> I used your bath salt the other day. Did you? Yeah. I actually bought that with you in mind. Oh, thanks. Did <laughs> so, you really? Yeah. The one that's in that drawer, the little packet. It looked like it was oh. hidden, like an in old thing. Yeah. Whenever I was cleaning the room, I found a little packet of bath salts, well, and I was like, "Well, I she's either using them. these or smoking them." <laughs> so I'm gonna. Yeah. I obviously didn't know about. I thought it, it helped my back. Did it? No. No. Not, not even a little. Nope. The rest of my body felt great. So we have been, um, we, we have, what is it on our smart TV? I think, uh, it, 
There's, it's like Samsung Plus or something like that. Yeah, so, All the smart TVs in our house have them, though, even so, though Vizio. We've been watching, like, regular TV, not streaming. Do you and, know why? Can we get into that yeah. before we... You know, how, hey, this is how we do stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story will be 45 minutes long for no reason. I love it. I love the TV thing. Yeah, with the commercials? Dude, yeah, the commercials I could do without because a lot of times the channels don't have real commercials yeah. it'll just be like we will be back in two minutes because no one is paying for advertising on television yeah so there is no commercials um because it's not like it's nbc or anything that we're watching mm-hmm. it's like you can do the bob ross channel 24 7 there's a degrassi channel there is just so many different channels but the reality tv channel is what she was going to bring up yes but before we get to there I had a point. Okay. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Don't make that noise. I know you. Hate I it. hate it. I know. Oh, I like it. I like the TV thing. Yes. I like because a it's free. That's good for me right now. Mm-hmm. And b it takes like the, um, like drawn out choices. You know what I mean? Whenever you're like, find something for us to watch. And then I just scroll and scroll and scroll because and like Netflix and everything. You're so indecisive and you take forever. I don't, you think I, you're upset with, I live with it. This is me every day. I don't understand why you're like that. Just pick a movie we've seen before if we're going to bed and that's all you got to do. I don't know. I don't know what you, anyways. Like, literally, if we're going to bed, there are plenty of movies, like all the Harry Potters. Yeah. Put those on. Just put Harry Potter on. I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of it right now. <laughs> I feel like you're putting me on blast, and I'm trying to explain okay. that it's a bad thing. <laughs> I was trying to say I'm tired of doing that. I'm sitting over here, you're tired pouring of watching Harry myself Potter? out. No, I'm tired <laughs> of searching. <laughs> I'm tired of searching all the time. You're complaining about my searching. I'm sitting here telling you that I'm sick of the searching. And then you're like, it annoys me. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And you're like, but here's why, why do you do it? I don't know, Chia. It's a thing I do. Why do you keep saying my name over and over again like you're angry with no, me? No, I need them to understand who I'm talking to. <laughs> they know. They can't see you. They know. They, yeah, but what if they didn't they know your name? They can hear me. Okay. First of all, I don't even know if you're 100% real. Second of all, I like the TV thing because it just, it takes it out. Stop crossing your eyes. It takes it out. You just watch it. Will you stop? (laughs) This is, what do you, it's a podcast. No one knows what you're doing. Stop doing it. But you sound like a lunatic. Okay, talk. (laughs) Talk about the thing you were talking about. I I want to. This is what we do. Why are you acting like this is new to you? So... Anyways, you like it kind of taking the choice out. Like, you're just going to pick a channel and watch whatever's on. Correct. Okay, but I feel like you're still doing the same thing. You still have to search for a channel that you are happy with. Yeah, but Netflix has, like, a billion choices. Ours has, like, 60. There's, like, 60 choices you can make right there. And there's, like, I have a favorite section, so there's, like, 10 of them that I know that I'm always going to go to. So I just go to one of those. Well, one night... I'm trying to make your life easier and you're upset with me? I don't even understand how you're upset in this situation. One night when I was at work, you had decided to pick the reality TV show channel. So I come home with you completely asleep with Flavor of Love on. 
which caused me to sit there and watch it for a little bit. But it ended because it was like the reunion or something. So immediately after that... Now, I went to sleep. It was the just Flavor of Love. So Because yeah. they will show every... Con- they'll show the episodes consecutively. Yeah. Every episode. Like, they'll show a full season in yeah. a day. So the very next show that started after that reunion, because I think it was the second season of Flavor of Love, was the first season of Rock of Love. So I went to sleep with that. What if no one knows what Rock of Love is? You have to explain oh, what Rock it is. Rock of Love... I guess that's true. So these these shows came out in the early 2000s. Like, I think I was pregnant with the kids. So 2000s, like, 8, 9, 10. Rock of Love featured Brett Michael, who is the lead singer of the band Poison. And he's trying to find the love of his life by inviting 20 women to come stay in a house with him. And they will compete for dates and time alone with him, and he's gonna get to know them on an emotional level, and blah blah blah. So that sounds like the pitch that VH1 was that was made to VH1. It probably was. In all reality, the show is Brett Michaels being like, "Dude, what if I just got groupies without playing a song? Yeah. Like, what if I just got groupies to come to me?" Mm Mm-hmm. Where I could just go in there whenever I want, pick and choose them mm-hmm. for a little bit, and then like I'll get sick of some of them, so I'll send them away. Um, oh, also, I'm going to be so demeaning to them. So demeaning. It's going to be ridiculous, yeah. but I'm going to do it as a sweet guy. Yeah. Like, the whole time, I call them baby and stuff, yeah. and I let them know I love and them. And sometimes refer to certain ones as my girlfriend. But also, just so we're clear, VH1, me, Brett Michaels, just so we're clear, I will only take girls that worship me. Yeah. They have to love me without yeah. knowing who I am. And and if they say on the show that they actually don't love me, I will kick them off. Yeah. That they're they're not if they if they're not falling in love with me. And I'm going to make out with all of them. Oh, I'll have sex with most of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a couple at a time. Yeah. So, and then whenever it gets down to like the final girls, I'm going to bang them both. And then send one home and pretend like it's for it's for like a real reason. When in reality, I just want to bang this other chick for a while, just her for a little yeah. bit. But I also, well, just so plus, we know, there will be group real groupies. Plus, there's a, there's a show that I'm on that's gonna end. So at the end, I have to pick one. Yeah. Um. So we didn't really watch the first season together, but the second season we really started watching. Now we're watching the third season. But Jake's right. It's completely ridiculous. Uh, at the end of season two, he's down to two girls. He takes them each on a date and an, an overnight date. Takes them both out to eat. Gives them both pretty much the same necklace. Yeah. He's like, I got a gift for you. I really thought about you for this. Yeah. Um, Which you always say, well, don't worry. He didn't pay for that. Yeah, he did. VH1 did. VH1 did. Like, anytime they're like... Brett is taking us to Mexico. I'm like, VH1. VH1's taking you to Mexico. Every time they say anything. <laughs> Just so you know. He's like, we're going to go in my private jet. And then she's like, VH1's jet. <laughs> he ain't spending money on them. Or they'll be like, oh my God, we're going to go um, do a photo shoot. And he got us all these cute outfits. I'm like, ah, VH1. VH1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for that. sure. That was VH1. But um, both these girls at the end of their dates, 
they like said something like sexy or hot to him and he goes um check please yeah Both he did of it them. yeah he did it like the first time he did it i made fun of the joke yeah because he's like um check please and i was like he's so corny dude yeah like he just is always making corny comments like that and then the second day he does the same joke and he check please and it, and then they both girls laugh and i'm like what a scumbag dude <laughs> like imagine if he tried to pitch that show today mm-hmm. and it wasn't that long ago no it was not that long I ago that this think show it would work d- dude there's no way yeah there's no way it would work yeah because Probably like he'll have him do women stuff women have gotten smarter uh, yeah, it's great. I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not saying why don't they make shows like that anymore. <laughs> I'm saying this is a good thing. Yeah. It's a however we are watching it. Yeah. So I mean it's that's like a train wreck though. It's so hard you not can't to look away. It's rough, man. But uh, this third one, he's he's decided that well the other two girls don't work out because. He's a rock and roll star, and they were in a house, so now he's taking them on on tour, on tour buses. Um, So, meaning he has his own little entourage on the side of the stage, worshipping him while he's playing for his other fans. Yeah, dude. That's what's happening. Um, It's just VIP groupies is all it is. And every time he's like, I really feel like this girl's filling me, you know, whatever girl he's talking about. It's always in instances where she's like, Worshipping, yeah. Like I don't know how else to say it, but worshiping him. No, that's definitely what it is. And uh, <laughs> like at one point, they again they have to compete for time with him and for dates. And he made them all tear down stages. Yeah, they, he made them become roadies. Yeah, and he even said that. So all these girls in high heels and. Well, they like, gave him boots to put on. Yeah. But they're in, like... Tights and, like, short shirts yeah, or skirts or, like, him, yeah. He didn't even tell like, hey, let's wear some jeans. No, Or a dude. comfortable shirt because you're going to be... They showed up like they were going to a rock concert. Yeah. I mean, that's how they were dressed. Like, they're he, going to a rock concert. he said dress to impress in yeah. his little letter to them, so they did. Yep. And because he knew that that would just be better. It would be better TV if they were doing that. If if they showed up in jeans and <laughs> coveralls and stuff, people yeah. would be like, "Okay." Yeah. So it's it's pretty ridiculous, and we're probably scumbags for watching it. I mean, the fact that we just talked about it for this long, years later, like yeah. I wonder how many people tuned right out right there, and they're like, "What year is this podcast made in?" What? Like we're describing what. What cracks me up, though, is I would watch these, like, when I'm laying around pregnant or I got babies. Because I used to watch a lot of reality TV. You did, and I forgot how much until I did recently. not realize that you watched it with me. I and did not either. so Dude, much of this. I honestly do not like, remember watching it. But whenever we are watching it, I'm like, ah, oh, I remember her. Oh, this chick's wild. Yeah, I remember this. Like, and in the I, yeah, second I don't season, mean you're to. like, oh, yeah, he picks so-and-so at the end of this. I'm like, does he? I mean, I thought it's... you just knew. Because how could I know? But I, I watched all those VH1 shows. I watched... Yeah, but it started with the Osbournes. That's it the did. thing. Is like, And a lot of people forget about that. Yeah. That the Osbournes was, like, really the first reality... T- yeah. the, how we know reality TV today. Yes. It started with the Osbournes. And I... And you can't find the Osbournes. Like, you have to oh, buy it. Have, it makes me so like, mad. Like, we're going to have to just buy it. I keep, like, getting my fix on, like, watching TikToks of it. 
Yeah, because it was so fun. And I'm kind of in, like, this nostalgic mood right now. That's why I've been watching a lot of, like, TV, regular TV, because it just reminds me of, like, being a teenager and just putting on the sci-fi channel and just setting the remote yeah. down. Like, it just... Because th- that's the thing. It's like, TV's just... It's just playlists. Yeah. That's all TV is, yeah. is that it's just a curated playlist. You know, if you go to the sci-fi channel, you're going to get sci-fi stuff. If you go to the horror channel, you're going to get horror things. So, like, that's why I like it, is because you just put it on and forget it. Yeah. And, uh... I think what I really miss about the Osbournes is so much of reality shows now aren't completely scripted, but they are. Yeah. Uh, somewhat. There's definitely direction. There was not in the Osbournes. No. It was just pandemonium. It was wild, dude. Yeah. It was wild. What do you think, other than the Osbournes, because, I mean, this kind of goes without saying, what do you think, like, your favorite reality show is? Or was? Sure. Or, yeah, I mean, it could still Gosh, be. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah? Um... I know what mine is, but I'm not saying it until you say yours, because then you'll say mine. Honestly, I can't watch it anymore, but I used to eat up the Kardashians oh, in the real? very beginning. I watched every episode, and then they had a few spinoffs I watched, and then it got to the point where I was like, this is a little too much. And, like, it's still going on. I mean, it's been, like, over 20 years of this. Yeah, I never watched it. That was one that whenever you would be watching that I'd just be like, nah, I'm out. Like, it just... At least with the other stuff, like with Flavor of Love and stuff like that, yeah, they... they, It wasn't like they were good people or anything like that. But there was, like... uh, You, you like, could root for people to win. That's the thing. It's like you would root for someone to win. I like that. I forgot. No, I know what my favorite what? was. Girls Next Door. Oh, uh, that was a dope one. Do you I watched. Oh, yeah. I remember I was... everything. Ask me anything <laughs> about that one. I watched I was, that with you. I was pregnant with Jasmine at the very end when the girls, like, broke up and they went their separate ways. And you were at a friend's house. And Amber lived down the road and it was snowing out. And I walked to her house because I, I was crying because I felt like my family broke yeah. up. I was very emotional. Again, I was pregnant. Yeah. But I was like, they just all broke up with the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember this. That I mean, that was early on in our relationship. Yeah. And I remember you acting like that with me and me just not knowing your personality yet and having no idea how you could be that upset about something like that. I was just like, dude, it's fine. He's old. <laughs> and he is rich. He will find other ones. Like, it's not that big there of a deal. There were. The twins came and I didn't like them. I'm just saying. <laughs> dude, that was fun. I liked watching that with you because it was entertaining, but also it was like you could watch me watching beautiful girls and you weren't <laughs> upset. And I was just like, I don't feel like a bad guy right now. Kendra. Kendra was the love of my life for a while. As long as she didn't laugh or uh, talk. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm fine with it, though. <laughs> See, yeah. Like, I'm fine with it. I got over that. I think it's pretty obvious. You all have the same laugh. Do you want to know what mine is? What? Robin Big. Oh. That's why I said I wanted you to say yours first. Dang it. Because it's mine now. You can't, we can't. Oh, sorry, it's mine. It's so good. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I like Fantasy Factor and everything, but Robin Big was like, it dude i mean gosh dang that was i love i loved that show so much 
God, that was so entertaining. I don't think that one was really scripted either because there was just chaos there too. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that it was scripted to a certain point. I think it was like, I think, but it was Rob. Yeah. I think he was the master behind, yeah. mastermind behind it. I think he was the one that was steering the ship. Yeah. Because he was, the, he was a guy that was just like, all right, well, hold on, we got to do something, so let's just go buy some ruckuses, <laughs> and he just like, and we're gonna get him murdered out. Like he would just do stuff like that because like, yeah, this would be fun for the, yeah. for the thing. Or a mini horse. Yeah, and I think that like social media is kind of what killed reality TV. Yeah. For the most part. Like, I'm sure there is still reality TV. I mean, I understand that. But back then, it was, like, insane. Yeah. Uh, And it still might be, to be honest. But I think it's because, like, I can go live right now. Yeah. uh, We're talking on a podcast. Like, you're... There's so much more content now. Not just that, but, like, you're already getting everything about famous people. Like, back then, it was like, how do famous people live? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we just didn't know. Like, how do the Osbournes live? Oh, exactly like we thought. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly what we thought it was. But, like, with Rob and Big, it was just like, this is cool to get, like, this inside look into a professional skateboarder's life. Yeah. You know? And it, especially somebody like him who's, like, so awesome. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was this cool way of looking into, like, these people's lives, and we get... We get it already. Like, yeah. people go on TikTok Live or Instagram Live or whatever all the time. Yeah. People are doing podcasts all the time, like interviews, or some of them are just doing a podcast, like themselves. Yeah. Well, you remember why we got so much reality TV at that time period is because the previous writer strike before this one we just had was happening then, and that one lasted quite a while. Oh, for real? Yeah. I don't remember that. So that was kind of, I think, the surge of... Unscripted yeah, TV, yeah, because yeah. it was a way of studios getting around the script, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, what's a reality TV show you would like? Like if, it, like right now, if they were like, you can pick somebody to do a reality TV show about. Who do you Ooh. think you would pick? I, I don't know, because it's hard to top like the Osbournes and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, and honestly. I am not as infatuated with celebrities as I used to be. Okay. Um, maybe just a short one. Don't like drag it out because it seems like most reality shows are it, it tends to cause a lot of conflict with people. Um, maybe a short one of uh the. I like how you have them in mind. <laughs> how you're trying to be like real nice and just be like, well, reality shows really do. Um. Reality shows really do hurt people. So it's like, I like how, and you're like, I don't want anyone's, like, feelings to be hurt. I don't want people to be short, but maybe, like, the Jensen's and Padalecki's. I knew you were going to say something to do with Supernatural. I knew it was going to have something to do with Supernatural. Just give me some more of them, because I watch... Well, what if it was, like, okay, what if, instead, what if it was, like, a show that was Jared and Jensen, uh, isn't that his name? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you said the Jensen's and Padalecki's. So oh, that's the Ackles and Padalecki's. Okay, that's yeah. why I just got yeah, confused. sorry. So the Jared and Jensen, like, diners, drive-ins, and dives style. Yeah. Like, something like that. Dude, actually, or that would be that dope. That would be dope, yeah. Because they go to so many diners, yeah. and, like, Dean can, like, eat all the pies and stuff and tell you what <laughs> he thinks of the pie. Him. But he'll just like it. Or, Oh, like... I, by the end of the series, 
I have a feeling that they were become just themselves. Like yeah, they were. That was them. I don't know which there was crossover. Yeah. I don't know if the show was influencing them in reality or them in reality was influencing the show. Well, I think it'd be cool if they did a reality show where they just followed them on a run of cons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like something like that would be cool. Like where it was there was like a like a purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I think I would watch, and I have the name for it and everything. Oh. Okay? You've thought of this. Nope. <laughs> I swear I, I, I just thought of it. Jason Momoa. Oh. Yeah. It's Jason Momoa, and it's called Mindful Momoa. Yeah. And it's where Jason Momoa goes around the country and meets up with, like, different, res- like, people of, like, uh... Like, spiritual leaders and stuff like that, and political leaders, like, all these different things. Like, he, he'll meet with, like, science people. You know, those they're called scientists. <laughs> he'll meet with, like, all these different people that are, like, the top of their fields and stuff like that. And he just, like, goes to, like, learn stuff about them. But also, it's his show, so yeah. he can also, he'll go, like, meet with, like biker clubs and like yeah. talk with them and learn about them like Ooh, he's that just would be cool. yeah i just think it'd be cool do you remember um that mindful momo hey jason momoa dude if you're into this i know you listen to this all the time <laughs> like let's go bro what would you do if you found out you did uh so we've had this discussion to where it's like there's not there's not anyone this is going to sound so arrogant, and I don't mean it like this. There's not very many people left that I'm going to be, wonder if I'll be starstruck by. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the, There's really not. Like, yeah. I met Kevin Smith. Yeah. I'm And we hugged, and we talked, and it, like, I'm fine. I didn't freak out. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, because I was always worried that I'd be the dude to freak out. Yeah. I'm worried about... Jason Momoa. Yeah. I'm worried about meeting same. him. I'm wor- well, different. <laughs> well, no. <same. laughs> I I don't know. I just feel like uh I'm not intimidated by people. Yeah. That dude would intimidate me, I think. Yeah. On not just like his size. Yeah. I don't think that would intimidate me very much cuz I'm not it is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. It's like the energy that dude probably yeah. emits. I would just be like this is weird. You know, it's like whenever you find like a wolf in the wilderness, but it looks it like looks like a good dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it has the eyes of just a good dog. Yeah. But there's also like kind of this energy from them or like almost a smell from them where it's like they're going to bite me. Like they're going to attack me. You worried you'll be intimidated by his smell? Yeah. Like his musk. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I, I think like if I meet him, I'm going to be like, this seems like a dude that we could just hang out with. Like this seems like a guy like I would love to go on a motorcycle ride with him. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like two bikes. I wanted to make sure to say two bikes because a lot of people thought I meant one bike and I'm sitting on the gas tank, <laughs> you know, facing him. But that's not, that's not what I meant. Two that's bikes. Nut. Two, yeah. Two bikes. And we're just cruising and everything feels good, but there's going to be this voice in the back of my mind that's going to go, he's going to throw a lead pipe into your front tire any second. This guy is wild. Do you remember that show on the Travel Network, I think, that had Zach Efron? Yeah, I liked that show. I did too. I bet. And that was a good show. What was that called? I don't know. It was really cool because that was kind of like him going, like trying to get closer to like the earth, like learning things about climate and stuff like that. Yeah. That, I, I did dig that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, just a show with Jason Momoa 
where he's just doing things like that. Yeah. Like, I want him to go, like, hang out in a, like, a motorcycle club for a while and, like, get to know those people. And then, like, I don't know, go to, like, Mongolia and hang out with some farmers. I you said across the country. Now you want to go across the world. Yeah, dude. It's got to be everywhere. <laughs> I like that a lot. The world's just a big country. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you really start thinking about it, I think the world is just one big country. Well, that's reality TV show 101. <laughs> I think that's really all we got going on in our lives right now, besides me reading like a fiend, but... Yeah, what are you at now? Uh, one... I don't know, guess. Mm. I'm going to say one... 32. No. 120... Eight. One twenty-six. Ooh. One twenty-six. Uh, by tomorrow, I'll probably be at one twenty-seven. I think I'll get through this book finally. So you've read a hundred and twenty-six books yeah. this year. Yeah, and I actually broke my rule. I did kind of reread the same book in the same year, but and I I read the ebook version and then I listened to the audiobook and I decided since those were two different ways. It- Oh. You don't have to justify it. It's fine. I'm just saying. No, it's fine. That's like, audiobooks or books. You're spending time. I know, but I broke a rule. Because you did the same book. Yeah. It's and fine. I already want to listen to it again. Yeah. So here's what I will say. Okay. I want to, g- if this was a flashback episode, <laughs> I would go back to the first time that we talked and you were talking about how much you wanted to read 30 books. Yeah. And how upset you were when you couldn't. Yeah. And now you've read so much more than that. And I just want that to just be like hopefully some sort of inspiration to people. Yeah. Because you were forcing yourself to get back into reading because you wanted to. Because mm-hmm. you missed it. Yeah. And you had such a such a problem with like finishing things like I remember you, it was like pulling teeth sometimes for you to finish reading a book. Yeah. Not like me, but you. You would just be like, I, it's a slog. I have to get through it. Yeah. And it would take you sometimes, it would take you like a couple months sometimes yeah. to read one book. I think also finding what I really liked, which is why, I mean, everyone always talks about how I love spicy books and dark romance and stuff. But I really will, I'll read anything. But I think that was the good thing about once I started reading is I was trying different genres and stuff and it let me know, Hey, these are what you like to read. So my spicy books, I, I blow right through them. Like I go, I can read a 450 page book in two days. No problem at all. I, I talk about all the time, the words, every time I read it, it's in a day and a half, two days, it's over 600 pages. But there's some books that, I am going to make myself read because I already committed to it, but they just are slower for me. Yeah. And so I think that was learning how to, whenever I'm doing a TBR list, to be like, okay, I'm going to have a bunch of stuff that really piqued my interest, but I'm going to throw in like a couple classics, a couple books that people said I absolutely have to read, maybe one or two nonfiction. And it helps me reach my reading goal and still branch out from what I normally read. Right. So I think that's with a lot of people who have trouble finding books they want to read. They, they're trying to stick with what everyone says you should read and just, yeah. I mean, I have that issue. Like I, I have an issue finding like what I read and I don't even 
know still if I have found the thing. Like, I'm constantly... You need to give spicy books a chance. I have. No. I've read half of that... No, I've read 20 chapters of that book that you told me to read. And I will finish reading it because I started it. I'll finish it eventually. But it's like... it's You're going to know everything by the time I know. finish. I already <laughs> pretty much do. Uh, there's like... I don't know, man. I like... I like Stephen King, but it's kind of a little too drawn out for me. Yeah. And, but, I and I like one. I like his son. I like Joe Hill, but there's not a ton of that. I've read all... Yeah. I've read most of that. That's my thing. My, that's my issue is that like I find authors I really like I instead of too, genres. Yeah. To where I need to find a genre that I'm just like, oh, this is good. This works. Mm-hmm. And it was like comic books for a while. It was just like, you know, okay, well, if I read anything that's post-apocalyptic, I'm going to read it super mm-hmm. quick. I love that stuff. And But like reading the post-apocalyptic books, most of them are so boring. Yeah. There's nothing ever going on. Then why do you keep trying to read them? Because like... I want to read something going on in the... That's my favorite genre. It's like my yeah. favorite movies and stuff. But that, Yeah, but like... I'm not big on romance movies. Yeah. I would rather watch comedy or horror. Um, or action. But in books, I'd rather romance. So just because you like it on the silver screen does yeah. not mean you'd like it in Dead Trees. And dead trees. Yeah. I, yeah, it took you a while to think of what you were gonna say, didn't it? Yes, it did. You're really trying to like <laughs> just juice up the. Why old... you gotta hate on me like that? I'm not. Yeah. I'm proud of you because you mm-hmm. don't normally do that. That's mm-hmm. usually my thing. I try to make up words. Yeah. And uh, actually, I don't like it. You're trying to be. <laughs> you're trying to. This is. I only have one thing, Chia. It's it's just making up things. Making up things. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do want to read more, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh... That's why I think I liked Ready Player One, is because my favorite pastime Mm -hmm. is video games. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're reading, I'm usually playing video games. Yeah. And Ready Player One was like, yo, what if you're reading a video game? Not only that, but it has a lot of retro stuff in it, and I think that's what really drew you in, too. It's the best book ever written. you can read it and be like, oh, yeah, I know what they're talking about here. Oh, that's so cool. And it's really cool because it's such a deep book, and there's so much to it that, like, you go back and reread it, and there's so much that you missed. Yeah. To where it's like you're reading it with different eyes this time, and it's like, oh, whoa, I didn't even notice this. I think that's why I love any kind of Greek mythology retelling. Oh, yeah. Because there is so much in Greek mythology. Because, again, yes, I love my spicy books, but Rick Riordan's books, the Percy Jackson books, uh, he has the first five, and then there's another five. I can't remember what that series is called, but it deals with Greek and Roman gods. Then he has Trials of Apollo, which deal with the Greek gods. That's another five books. Then he has three books um that deal with egyptian mythology and then the other series of his i still want to read is the magnus chase books there's five books in that and it's the norse mythology the reason i can get through the greek mythology is because i already know so much i mean when i was a little bitty kid i would come home with stacks of books from the library all about greek mythology so now whenever i read any kind of book that has anything to do with Greek mythology, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. We were such about different that. kids. I remember doing that, yeah. Well, that's that's wild to me that a child 
Yeah, it's I was like, like eight, nine years old. And when, you're like, all I want to read is is all the this ancient stuff. Yeah, when Hercules, the Disney movie, came out, I was mad. Because it was so wrong. What year did that come out? Let's see know, how probably, old it was. I want to say probably like 96? 97. Mm, that's so close. I was nine years old. You know what? I wanted to say 97, and then I didn't. Oh, and now, ugh, I'm an idiot. But it came out, and I remember watching it and being like, um, Hera is not Hercules' mom. She hated him. Um, Hades did you not sound like, hate the You sound world. like such an annoying kid. <laughs> like, dude, if that's how, if you were watching that with your friends yeah. and then you just kept saying that, scratch I, that, you didn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're. <laughs> I had a couple. Dude, but, um, if you were bringing all these Greek mythology books and then watching a Disney movie as if you are Indiana Jones, <laughs> like. I'm trying to think of what my one friend's name was. Oh my god, Amber would know. Your one friend? <laughs> my, my Sally Kino? Sally Kino! <laughs> Your imaginary friend, Sally Kino? <laughs> the fact that you also had an imaginary friend with such an elaborate story also goes to show. Where did I get that name from? I don't know, dude. Tell them what happened to Sally Kino. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Sally Kino? <laughs> Are you going to be able to do this? Or am I going to have to try to tell it from rec- what I remember? She was my best friend. Not real. <laughs> no, she wasn't real. But I talked about her all the time. So much so that my aunt thought she was real. And when I go spend the night with my aunt, we'd make plans for Sally Kino to go spend the night with my aunt. You were so. just trolling your aunt. And, like, my aunt would talk about how, like, I need to talk to Sally's parents about her going to spend the night. And then I went over to my aunt's house one time, and she asked me how Sally was, and I said, she's dead, I killed her. She said, she's dead, I killed her. And then I went off and played, and I'm, like, seven, eight years old. And my aunt looked at my mom, mortified, and she's like, what? And my mom goes, She's not real, <laughs> but this is what happened. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Before you said that, how wild is it that at that young age you had an imaginary friend, and then whenever you decided not to have an imaginary friend anymore, you still understood that you were killing that person. You were done with that person. They were not going to exist anymore because they only existed in your mind. And as a child, you said, I killed them. Not, oh, I don't believe in them anymore. So, not, they're, they're gone. You killed them. Hold on, I have to figure out what time. Okay, so I had just watched, recently watched the movie. Okay, it had been out a few years because Beethoven, about the dog, it came out in 92. So, probably a few years later. About the but, dog. But it, it gave me this idea because I found out about assault and battery if you hit somebody. So, what happened was me and Sally Kino got in an argument. And she hit me. So, I told her that I was going to send her to jail for assault and battery. And then she hit me again. But rather than go through the legal system, I got my mom's car. And I ran her over. You got in your mom's car and you ran her over. Bro, that says so again, much. Again, none of this happened. That's so- I never got my mom's car. There was no little girl. Like, whenever... Would you see her? 
Like you knew what Sally looked like, like whenever you would play, like a ghost. That's see that I've never had an imaginary friend. This is so fascinating to me because she I was a little girl too. I killed a child. You were also a child, so you just killed a person at that point. Are you upset? I feel like a lot of emotions are coming back to you right now, and you don't know how to process I just, them. I don't tell anybody about this because I kind of forget about it. It's so ridiculous. A lot of people... I love that I forgot her name and you remember. Oh, I love Sally Kino stories. Are you kidding me? Because I don't have that many I know, though. but again, I'm so fascinated by it because it's like... you. So you remember playing with someone. Like, if you think back on those moments, there was two people in that room that you were playing in. Or in outside. The in the woods. Yes. So she lived in the woods, so she was a ghost. I think she was a ghost. Oh, I, I think you had a friend that was a ghost. I don't know if she was ever in the house, actually. Because ghosts sure can't she come. Was. She was a vampire then. <laughs> she was a ghost vampire. I mean, she obviously like just couldn't go with me everywhere because she never went to my aunt's house with me. Yeah, it's so. Where'd she live? I don't know. You never asked her. I don't know. Dude, what if Sally Kino was just a neighbor kid? Like, what if it's what if Sally Kino was real? She wasn't because like I would. I think mom would see me playing and I would tell her I was playing with Sally Kino, but Sally wasn't there. She was behind a tree, maybe. Maybe. What, like, legit, what like, if? Like, she was about my age and height. Um, and I think she had a blonde hair, but it wasn't as long as mine. And that's about it. Dude, what if Sally Kino's real? What if it was just like, what if it was just for a summer? And it was like this little girl who was just staying with her grandparents who lived on the other side of the woods for the summer. And she would just like meet up with you in the woods and you guys would just play and then she'd go home. And at the end of the summer, you just killed her. I didn't really kill her though. I never got my mom's car and did that. Right. But I'm saying she ran away. She left. She went back home. You were hurt. You were upset. You felt betrayed. You felt abandoned by your friend. So you're saying like I made up the fact that she was was imaginary. imaginary. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was a real person. The only imaginary part was me killing her. Yeah, because you couldn't deal with being abandoned by your only friend. Really freaky. I don't think that's true. It would be a cool movie, though, dude. Yeah. Like, if it was like a, like all that, right? Mm-hmm. You hung out all week, or all summer, and... We could call it Sally Kino, The Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it would just be like... It would be a situation where, like, you guys are best friends and everything, and then you thought she was imaginary, and then you grow up, and then she, her grandparents die, and we drive by or something, and she's standing outside, and you guys, like, make eye contact, and it's just like, you feel something, you know what I mean? Like, what is happening right now? And she comes over, because she's seen you, so she comes over, just pretending like... (sighs) Oh, you know, whatever, I'm just doing this whole, you know, thing, blah, 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 with my grandparents. And then whenever I leave, she, like, pulls you outside, and she's like, are you Chia? And you're just like, yeah. And she's like, I'm Sally Kino. And then you're like, Sally Kino's not real, man. (laughs) Sally Kino was part of my imagination. I killed you, man. You know, and then she's just like, I have to talk to you. Meet me at this place at midnight tonight. And then she just, like, leaves, right? And I come back, I'm like, who was that? And you're just like, not Sally Kino. (laughs) I don't know who that was. Why would it be Sally Why would it be my imaginary friend all grown up? You did see her, though, right? There was someone at the door. You did see the person. And I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Of course, I've seen him. You know, and then at midnight. 
midnight I'm, I'm i'm asleep yeah right but i'm asleep and then you're like laying there and you're like thinking about it right like should i go meet him i have to go meet him because sally she knows about sally kino no one knows about sally kino so you go meet her right and it turns out it is sally kino she thought you were imaginary too and whenever she moved it broke her heart because sally kino was actually in love with you bro right she was in love with you so she's coming back now and now she knows that you were actually real and she falls back in love with you and it starts getting like crazy and she starts stalking you and stuff and then you actually have to kill her the way that you thought you killed her when you were kids because she hits me first yeah it's assault and, and battery. battery yeah yeah from beethoven <laughs> that'd be a cool movie though right i'm really intrigued and fascinated by this yeah it's neat I did the weirdest stuff as a kid. Yeah, dude, you were weird. Yeah. I tied myself to a tree one time. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> you know. You've always been into some weird stuff, dude. <laughs> you know this story, don't you? Yeah. Should I tell it? Mm -hmm. I think I have to now. So, when I was a little kid, my woods were made up. Um, I was a Native American because I, I did not want to be a white girl. Um, turns out I'm a white girl. But anyways... So, we had all the Native Americans lived in my woods. Um, so, I had a patch of woods where we all lived. I had a patch of woods that was the hotel that we ran. I had a Just patch so you know, you said that real weird whenever you set it up. Everybody, everyone played cowboys and Indians. Okay. I know that that's not, like, okay to play anymore. Okay. But, like, everybody okay. did but that. But it, it wasn't cowboys because it was, it was in modern times. Yeah, but I'm just letting so you know. We oh. Had, yeah, so, so... So you so we, you put your people on a small patch of land. No, would you listen, okay? <laughs> okay. We were very successful. Oh. We had monies, okay? Okay, We were dude. rich. Yeah. And all my people thrived, so I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't... Okay, so anyways, <laughs> our property is on, on an old quarry, so we have these mounds of rocks out in the woods. So I had a patch of woods where we lived. Then there was this patch of, like, rocks that there was, like, some trees and stuff. But it was mainly just rocks stacked on top of each other. That was the hotel. And then right next to it was another, like, pile These, of you rocks. You say rocks. These are huge, like huge pieces rocks. of limestone. So they look like a giant wall. Yeah. And then there was another patch that it wasn't stacked up as well as the other. That was the restaurant. And I literally had, like flat pieces of rock that I found that were plates and then I would find some that were shaped like loaves of bread and all kinds of stuff. No, that's dope. You're saying that you're like a weird kid. That's dope. <laughs> so anyways, in the patch of woods that was where we lived, there were some people coming trying to take over and I was very upset about this, but I had to spy on them. So you know those big vines that come off trees? Yeah. Okay. Vines. Yeah. So, I wanted to call them grapevines, but they're not. But I swear people call them grapevines. Well, who knows? But they're, they're like, super thick. They're, like, as thick as yeah. a, thicker than a rope. Yeah. So, there was one that, like, leaned across a tree that I could climb up, and then I could climb up on this tree. Since I had to spy, I had this dress with a little sash that I had to tie around the tree so I could lean over and, like, really hear on their conversation. None of these people are real, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so... When I'm done spying, I'm going to get down. But there's Do you a remember problem. seeing people? I don't know if I did. <laughs> I'm just so fascinated by the fact of how much you remember of your playtime. 
Like, dude, I remember mom telling me stories of my playtime, but, dude, I don't remember any this of that. This is just the outdoor stuff. There's not, like, the whole I, yeah. world I had with my Legos and my Barbies and stuff. Yeah, it's just... So, not together. They didn't mesh worlds. Legos yeah, and Barbies yeah. Oh, separate. grow up, yeah. And I Who had would to do have that? the boy-colored Legos. Don't yeah. give me those pink and purple things. Anyways... So when it's time to come down from the tree, I can't untie myself because I had a double knot it so I wouldn't fall out. Obviously, because you don't want to be caught. <laughs> right. Luckily, the tree I had tied myself to was on the um, edge of the woods. Like, I, I can see the house yeah. in the yard. So, Mom had ran to the store. <laughs> So you're home alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably like nine. Amber's probably like 11. She wasn't gone long. She just ran to the store. It doesn't take me long to get into trouble, okay? So she comes home and I'm crying because I think I'm going to die in this train because I don't think anyone will find me. And I start hollering and yelling for her and she waves and goes inside. <laughs> so I keep screaming and eventually she comes out. And she's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I tied myself to a tree and I can't get down. And she said, hold on, let me see if I can go find a camera. <laughs> she couldn't. So she comes back out and we're both upset because she has to cut the sash on my dress. So that's the time I tied myself to a tree. And I actually think someone had called um, um, the fire department and maybe... They showed up for a minute to check on me, but I was out in the tree by then. That wasn't the first time the fire department came. Wait a second. Like somebody drove by and seen it or something? Yeah. Yeah. But that, was, that wasn't the first time they came. What <laughs> a weird call that had to have been. <laughs> hey, um, I was just driving on this road, and there's there's this weird little girl and remember they didn't tied have to a cell tree. phones yeah so they had to go so home it might have been the um it might have been the like because there was a lady who lived in Sinesville. she, she still the, does she lives yeah. on there she's a volunteer yeah, yeah. she yeah. might have been driving by and seen me probably so. and then she radioed it yeah in. yeah because and she, she knew you up. yeah she because she has had to come here before yes and she told me that story when I worked at the gas station, because she would come in every morning, and she was like, "You're married to Chia, right?" She told you, yeah. The and one I, of you, me but you, in the tree. But you had already told me the yeah. story, so I knew. Yeah. So she, I thought it was for something else. I thought she had to come for something else. Um, she did. <laughs> for, oh, for being tied to a tree. Uh, so the second time or the, the first time. The other, I don't know which came first, but the other time. Um, the other time, what? The the other time she showed up at the house. Hold on, but the other time I'm telling you tied this. yourself to a tree. No, no, uh, I only did that once. Um, but this instance did happen in a tree as well. <laughs> so I had gotten like I think it was like a fudge round or something like that, and I decided to climb up in the tree and I was gonna eat my snack and hang out in the tree. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? Well, because we're all we're all just squirrels. I, I opened it with my mouth, and some of the plastic went down my throat. So I ran inside, and my babysitter at the time um, was like trying to figure out what happened, and everything. So she calls nine one one, and they show up. By this time, I've already thrown up, and I'm breathing fine, and everything. It scratched my throat a little bit, but they showed up for that too. And then when I was eight. 
this all happened before I was eight. Because then when I was eight, <laughs> we got in a car accident. And we... Uh, That's the story she told yeah. me. So we got in a car accident. And it was real cold out. So there was a house right there. The mom of the house came out. And she's like, hey, you guys can come in and wait for the new paramedics to get here and whatever. So the volunteer fire department comes in, and she has her helmet on, and she pulls it off, and she's like, hey! And I'm like, why is it always you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gee. I used to climb trees a lot. I used to climb up in trees and read my Wizard of Oz books. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that stuff's dope. Like, (laughs) I feel like when you tell me these things, you had a mix of, like, you had a TV childhood. It was just a mix of, like, the fun TV childhood and, like, the dramas. Yeah. Like, the sad stuff that yeah. you cry about. Like... Like, you you just had, like, a TV childhood. Like, I did not have that. There was... There's... It's the tree still there down by the road. And it had a, a branch that kind of bent a little bit so I could lay back and recline on it. And so I would climb up there with my book and I'd lay back and recline on it. So that sounds all cool and stuff. However, this is where the weird stuff comes in. We had a neighbor who was sketchy Mm -hmm. and they pulled down their driveway and they ended up peeling out right by the driveway. So I'm literally looking down at this car, peeling out and speeding off. A few hours later, the cops show up looking for the neighbor. So I, the child in the tree, <laughs> described what the car looked like. Were you still in the tree? No, I was out in the tree. By oh, then. gosh, dude, how dope would that have been if they were just like, I wonder what he was, I wonder what he was driving, and you're just like, hey, cops, up here. <laughs> and they look up, and they're like, what are you doing up there, I kid? Mean, I did have to be like, I was in that tree up there, <laughs> So this. So you were you were a tree snitch. I guess I gotta tell the broken arm story now. So <laughs> then, when I'm like 11, 12 years old, me and Amber again are home by ourselves, and Amber decides that we're going to wash. Amber's my sister. For anyone who doesn't know, we are going to wash the outside of the house, like the siding. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> She's like, Mom will be so surprised. I'm like, I bet she will, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> but Amber could be a little pushy, and I was a little scared of her. So I was like, how am I going to get out of here? Because she can come upstairs and, and like drag me outside and beat me up. So I get the bright idea that I can escape out my window on a sheet. Yeah, your so, second story window. Yes, my second story window. So I tie the sheet to my bunk bed frame throw the sheet out, and I climb down, and I'm like, oh, that was super easy. So she comes in, I'm going to jump down, and I'm going to run out to the woods. I'm like, well, how am I going to get back in later? So I boop, 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 climb right back up, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I just grabbed the sheet, put my little feet on the siding, and I was like, do, 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 do. And I got back in my window, and I was like, all right, easy enough, and I did it a few more times. Slow down a little bit. (laughs) You're going so fast right now. I did it a few more times. It worked out great. So again, I get the great idea. I'm going I was to... saying that for me. I'm really into this story. I was saying slow down so I can keep up. So I get the great idea that I'm going to take like the middle of the sheet and tie it around my waist and kind of sway and swing out the window and read my book, which I think was another Wizard of Oz book. I forgot how much I read as a kid. Okay. So I'm going to read my book. So this is... 
this is the final time. Now, Amber's room is right below mine. So, and she doesn't, she had to have seen me go up and down this sheet, but she doesn't know, like, my master grand plan of I'm going to escape from sure, you. Sure, of course. <laughs> so I tie it around my waist, and I have the book, like, tucked in the sheet, and I climb out my window, and I, I'm, like, facing my window because I have my hand on the sill, and I'm getting ready to, because I'm going to let go and just swing. So I let go, and the sheet comes untied, and I fall on my back on the ground. So I get up and I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh my God, my mom's going to kill me. And I'm like cradling my arm a little bit. And I'm like, okay, she never has to know. I run inside. I throw the sheet behind the couch. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, like that's like your mom's going to come home and find out that you fell. And she'll, she'll just be like, where's the sheet? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like freaking out. And Amber comes out of her room, and I was like, don't tell mom, don't tell mom, it's fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I haven't cried or anything, I'm so scared I'm going to get in trouble. And I was like, my arm hurts a little bit, but it's fine. And she says, I have to see if it's broken, so. So she's always been like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Being an ortho nurse really suits her. So, where my arm was broken, it was on, it was on my right side, and... When people think of a break, they think of, like, something snapping in half. This, the bones went into each other. So, they, like, smashed together. Mm -hmm. So, it didn't hurt. And it was right almost up. It was at, like, the top of my uh, humerus. Like, right below the joint. Hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so, I'm, like, cradling against my arm. And Amber says, hold on. I have to see if it's broken. So she takes my arm. I love and how you're doing it, it as if anyone can see you. You can see it, and she lifts it above my head, and I start screaming because, well, now it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm screaming and crying. My mom, I think, isn't that crazy time, that you just like instinctively knew what to do to cradle yeah, your arm? It is weird. It's just like, okay, well, this won't hurt if yeah. I just do this. It if will I just not hold hurt. it still. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah, that's how, wild like, that you just automatically knew this is what you have to do. Immobilized it. Yeah. Yeah. So. My mom works in Indy, so we have to call my cousin's girlfriend at the time, and she comes and gets us, and we call mom and let her know we're on our way to the hospital, and uh, our cousin, she's pretty much our cousin, Darcy, takes us to the hospital. Mom meets us there. So my mom sits down next to me, and she's like, what happened? I said, Mom, I fell, and I broke my arm, and she goes, well, where did you fall at? And I said, in the backyard, and my mom knowing how I like to climb trees, says, Chia, there are no good climbing trees in the backyard. They're all in the woods or the front yard. And I said, I didn't fall out of a tree. <laughs> and she said, so you were just walking in the yard and you fell. Oh, my gosh, which your mom oh just did. And I said, no. And so then I had to tell her the story. Now, I have a very good mom. I did not get into any trouble because I think she thought a broken arm was punishment enough. Yeah. However, again, I'm like 11, 12 years old, and I'm all hopped up on coding. We get home, and my first comment when I get home is, next time I'll do a better job tying it. <laughs> she said, there's not going to be a next time. So earlier this year, I went to California with Jake, and I come home, and I go straight from Indianapolis to my mother-in-law's, which is like an hour away. And I'm there maybe half an hour. The kids had just gotten off the bus. I'm hanging out for a minute, trying to relax. 
And my sister calls me to let me know that our mother has broken her arm. That she was working in the backyard and she fell. Turns out she fell in the same spot where I fell from my window. Yeah. But she oh, wasn't we, in a window. No. She got her foot caught on something and she fell. But I was very delighted because I had to go meet them at the hospital. My sister had to work. And I walk in and I pull that curtain back and I said, Well, 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 how the tables have turned. So you were just walking in the backyard and you fell. And my mom was dying laughing. Yeah. She said, I really was, though. That's so funny, dude. I said, Mom, there are no good climbing trees in the backyard. You should have a reality show when you were a kid, bro. Dude, I love it. Like, that's the kind of stuff, though, that I think it's hilarious how all of your stories start with, like, the cutest kid thing and then end with, like, mm. Oh, like, a kid's calling. All three of the kids have mm -hmm. tried to either come in here or call. Yeah. It's like they always know. Yeah. Just like, wait, are you guys busy right now? <laughs> Hold on, because I don't need anything. It's like, I love well, then, you. Yeah, it's like, well, then what do you want? Nothing. Well, then why are you getting a hold of me? Because you're busy doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I It'll start like something cute, and then it'll just it ends in tragedy, <laughs> like so much. Dude, when I was I I was raised, I was raised on forty acres, mm -hmm. right? That was uh, or maybe it was, I think it was forty acres that was butted up against state property, mm -hmm. hundreds of acres of state pro right. property. And the closest neighbor was, like, a mile down the road. Yeah. So I could just do whatever I wanted behind my house, like, anywhere mm -hmm. out in the woods. And you don't know how many times I went out with the intent to build a fort. Mm -hmm. That's what they do in movies. I see people mm -hmm. do it all the time. This is going to be the coolest thing ever. And I never got a wall built. You know what would have been cool for you? What? If you lived in an old quarry and had little caves everywhere. Yeah, because they were just pre-built. Yeah. Already there. Because that's what I had. Yeah, I didn't have that, man. I mean, I dude, I would search the woods for, like, the tree. Yeah. Like, just like, okay, I'm going to find the tree. And they, there was never a tree. Yeah. Like, it was just, I, I don't know. It was like, I would, I was, I, it, it impacted my life so much that the, that I felt like TV shows lied so much. <laughs> like, no one had tree forts. No one does this. No one plays outside. No one's imaginations are that great. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, no, I did all of that. Like, if you told me that you set up a, an elaborate thing in your room to shut your alarm clock off every day to where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'd wake up and I'd push this domino over and it would go down all these other dominoes. And then it would trip this little wire that would go up and then it would release this little marble that just goes down this track. And then it goes into a cup, which is a pulley system, which comes down, which takes his hand and slaps the alarm clock. I would be like, yeah, I bet you did make that. So shut up. No, nothing like that. But we didn't grow up with regular TV in the house because it was the devil. Um, however, we had lots of movies and my favorite movie was Die Hard as a child from like the ages three to forever. So I, I don't know where the logic. Oh no. I remember mom found out that we were watching, um, Jerry Springer. That's what it was. Oh. So she got rid of regular TV and we could just have movies and video games. But when I was like, probably again, 12 or 13, I, I wanted to watch regular TV. So I made my own antenna for the TV in my room. Yeah. And that way I could watch, you know, whatever the local channels were. I took it down though. Yeah, so your mom couldn't see it? Because mom and Amber started hanging out in my room watching TV. Uh, 
That's so I funny. I walked in one day and they had like, because I had like a mattress that I'd pull on the floor, like a little pallet, and they were laying on it watching TV, and I was like, what is going on Get here? Get out of my room. Make your own antenna. <laughs> so that night I, I tore it down. And you're just like, I want no one in my space. You were also, whenever you were a little kid, you wanted to cut a hole in the wall between your room and the bathroom so we could crawl through the hole <laughs> to go to the bathroom so you wouldn't have to leave your room. Yep. I wanted to do that as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted I wanted that, and I wanted a little mini fridge. Obviously, Mom wouldn't let me put a hole in the wall, but a mini fridge was easy. But she wouldn't do it because she said she'd never yeah. see me. Yeah. She would have been right. Yeah, I mean, Holden is you. Yeah. Holden is 100% you. Yeah. That's how he is now. Like, yeah. he's just like, nah, I'm good with whatever. And he's broken his, he's the only kid that's he broken had, things. He didn't have a Sally Kino, but he used to tell us about his, his first his other, mommy and yeah, daddy. His other family. His yeah. first mommy and daddy. Yeah, he, he was, whew, that kid was out there sometimes. What if he did? I think he did. Life? I think he did. He it was just wild how time. much. Yeah, I know. But he also talked about how they were lions. Yeah. They might have been. I'm not saying they weren't. It's just that that's... Why are you acting like I'm a bad guy here? I'm just saying that kid was out there, dude. Uh, no more than me. At least he didn't kill them. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them, Gia. Poachers probably got him. Jeez, you went dark. Come on, I'm man. just saying. I was thinking Will the Beast, you know? <laughs> All right, well, this has been another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with Jake and Chia Rubel. And Sally Kino. And Sally Kino is our special guest. You guys didn't even know she was here the whole time, did you? That's pretty amazing. Maybe next week we'll talk about my childhood because uh, have some tissues ready. Actually, Chia's was horrible, too. Mine wasn't horrible, but... I, we both had weird things happen in our childhoods that are pretty traumatic. Yeah. And uh, but you just told the fun thing, so I'll I'll try to think of Next two or week, three traumas. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks for everything, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Um, we are idiots. <laughs> you know. I had fun. I mean, yeah, it's a good time. I bet you did. You did. This was. Your, it turns out it was your episode. I guess so. I didn't even have a plan. I know. Look at it's us. Where my imagination. Dude, I'm goes. such a good journalist. Yeah. I just sit here and just let Sally Kino run things. You know what I mean? Dude, if we ever create like uh, like a company, we have to call it like the Sally Kino. <laughs> Sally Kino car parts. Huh? Sally Kino car parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week. If you're having issues and you're sad and you're like, dude, I wish I had a Sally Kino when I was growing up, and then it's bringing back memories, or you did, and then it's bringing back memories, and you're really sad. Just remember, all you gotta do is just stop and laugh and be blessed.